Sweet. So you were just uh, you were just picking grapefruit out of your teeth, uh, but no one gets to see it. So we're just gonna say that at the beginning no, here, and people know what was just happening. So he's he's just like us people. He does real things. I call shooting the breeze. Yeah, this is he, <laughs> shooting for breeze. I mean, no. seen those commercials with the or you've seen those people weekly magazines are like the stars are just like us they they eat they pick their nose they pick up their dog's poop and it shows like jennifer aniston picking up her okay. dog's poop or something <laughs> and you're like is this really your job you go out and just film these people and and take pictures of them doing normal stuff and they see you over there snapping pictures as they're like digging deep for gold <laughs> like come on <laughs> <laughs> exactly and I've got to, I think I can revert back, or is that the word I want? I could talk back about one of your, probably one of your very first uh, episodes in Shooting to Breeze there. And it was, it's like, oh, shooting for Breeze, shooting for Breeze. The uh, guy just came out from doing number two and he's shooting for Breeze with his friends. Shooting for Breeze. Oh, there's also Poopery. That's a great, <laughs> a great product, Poopery. Oh, right. It yeah. makes a layer over the water and keeps all the smell <laughs> in, supposedly. I think it's all marketing, but. Um, well, we should, we should, uh, let me introduce this episode right. here. This is episode 58 of Shooting to Breeze, Shooting for Breeze mm-hmm. with Brandon Daniels. And he is back. <laughs> And we uh, we kind of launched into travel stories last time. We have a few I'd like to highlight this time, which I've made notes on, that are ones we didn't get to last time, as well as just growing up life stuff, college days, um, lots of cool stuff. So we're launching in. Uh, do you have any opening thoughts, Brandon? Any opening words? I'd like to say that I got this morning, and it was uh, a glorious morning, and uh, I'm just happy to be on here again and see all of you again. Thank Happy you for to Channel have you. 2 News for coming over as well. And, uh, no. Oh, wait. You're doing something <laughs> no, else today. Just, just Obviously, to you're, doing, to you're doing two things at once. I, listen, we have a strict policy. If someone's podcasting, they cannot be filming something for another program at the same time. <laughs> okay, guys, you better head, head out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. We're, no, we're still, we, we take back. priority. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, right. Welcome. Welcome back. So, yeah, we've been, as like if hail, you haven't. Like Hail Caesar. <laughs> did you watch that? I don't know if I. I did. did you, it's so, was it's funny. so good. It was like, yeah. It's like, it is mystery and comedy, but it was, mm-hmm. I was with my girl and she's like, I don't know if I understand this. I was like, it's just this dynamic George Clooney that you expected. Well, it's and the director that kidnapped. makes it weird. Yeah, exactly. The actual director of the movie, not because it's a movie about actors. So the director of that movie yeah, yeah. is kind of, I think... I think it might have been a Coen Brothers film, but it's like, yes. don't don't get angry at me if it wasn't, but I think it was. But yeah, they just have a quirky way of, of how they do stuff. Um, so it's like... Yeah, uh, it's good. It's, I'm trying to think of the word to use, because Wes Anderson has it too, and he Wes Anderson's one of my favorites, but it's kind of like like quirky comedy and like off the wall a little bit, but like interesting, <laughs> intriguing. Yeah. yeah. It was um, intriguing. It was in there, the director, uh, it's like it's Lorenz, or Lorenz. <laughs> Over and over again, yeah. Anyway, you guys have to yeah. See there's it. just like these it's little idiosyncrasies about it. But uh, Hail Caesar, it's not yeah. brand new, but it's awesome. Um, and and all star cast yeah. and George Clooney is always great. Well, uh, we have a film star with us today as well, and that's Brandon Daniels. And he was in a movie that I did in high school, feature length film. I didn't say feature film because it's feature length only, because I wouldn't call it a feature film. But Triple Bogey, which was a golf movie. It did show some of our features, but I don't think that's yeah. acceptable. I don't know. Well, no, I don't Com- know what that means. Commentary. Mean. I, don't, 
on here. I don't no. know what that means because it was a PG movie, if anything. He's um, like, but, it's uh, the blind guy. <laughs> oh, well, maybe, yeah, looking, I, th- I think looking no, back, looking back on movies that were made 15, 20 years ago, maybe there's a few moments that people would be like, well, that's not politically correct now. So totally probably some of those things in there. <laughs> um, but I had asked, I had asked Brandon to be someone that gets thrown out of a car just in a scene real quickly. I put about 35 or 40 of my friends in this movie at different parts of the movie. And uh, there's only a couple scenes I'd probably show the whole world now because I think it could be done a lot better. But um <laughs> But uh, he was supposed to get thrown from a car and roll out into the grass right by a golf course before getting to a golf course. Um, and for those who don't know, you know, what you know how they just throw out their extras sometimes. That's kind of what was going on for everybody mm-hmm. who wants to really. But it was clarified, it know? was actually like throwing. <laughs> but it was out extras. of the car. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. It actually so he decided the car, to actually instead of metaphorically, he actually did it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, but we weren't kicking you off. It's good. Yeah, it was no. good. <laughs> Um, and it was, I think, if I remember correctly, it was a Honda Civic or something. Someone was driving a Honda Accord. Yeah. You and know they, I mean? they, they, they pull over, stop, and... Uh, it was one of Vin Diesel's in his Fast and Furious movies, but we actually talked to him first, and he said, you know what, we, mm-hmm. we got this. We're going to let you use this beat-up Honda Civic. <clears throat> sure, sure. That's right. Um, so we, w- there was a movie being filmed when we were making that movie, and actually on the golf course, not that day, but a different day, and that was the Bruce Willis and... Um, Billy Bob Thornton movie Bandits and it was filmed in Battleground right by the golf course there so there was a oh, film set true. there and this is how I figured out how they do these driving car scenes besides the green screen stuff when they try to make it real they had a truck bed lowered a little bit with a truck like an old 50s truck body sitting on it and then they'd have the people sitting in that truck driving and you'd see the road moving behind them so it is real road but they're not driving oh, and I was wow. like wow that's awesome so you learn learn how that's the, the trade that's right but yeah it was, like, it was like one of our first days on the course and the guys at the clubhouse were like, um, are you guys with the film crew? And I was like, yes, but not that one. <laughs> um, so then it was, I think it was another day you were with us. But yeah, so we, we basically... Wait, can, can I throw something in here? Yeah. There, Eric? Yeah. It's kind of similar in a lot of our friends from the early days. What I mean by that is uh, maybe seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, somewhere in there in the high school. Remember that Eric Johnson <laughs> called up 94.7 NRK in that voice in by the Portland. Way. In Portland, and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, I should, uh, I should call up, I should call up and ask for a song." He wanted to hear something from I don't know, Stunt Pilot, something awesome, right? Eric, totally, I totally and, forgot and like, this. Uh, yeah, so who is this? He's like, uh, "My name is Eric Johnson." What? And I said, "You should have played with that role for that long." And he's like, "Oh yeah, because no, they were like it, the famous guitars." Yeah. Famous guitarist Eric Johnson. What? Well, you know what's um, <laughs> coming full circle to the famous guitarist Eric Johnson. I actually there's a guy that works at a music uh, shop in Seattle, and he's old family friends with Eric Johnson in like from Austin back in the day when he lived in they grew up oh, in yeah. Texas together. And he was like, oh yeah, he he ran Guitar World in Seattle here, and he was like, yeah, we used to go to jam sessions together and hang out. Every time they come to town, I'd get tick. He'd give me tickets, and we'd hang out. I was like, wow, that's so cool. So I was just because when he heard my name, he's like, hey, I know the I know the that uh, that guy, and I was like, wow, cool. So full <clears throat> full circle, really. But um, <clears throat> let me get story. let me get this um morning morning junk out of my throat with this yerba mate delicious. That's tea. right. I know I had a little uh, nettle tea, you know what I mean? Uh, 
Uh, whenever, okay, let me say this. Whenever, whenever you say you know what I mean, it sounds dirty, and that's just my mind, maybe. So, <laughs> so whenever you're like, <laughs> that's, you, uh, how, that's like, how I've always been. <laughs> yeah, because then you're like, you know what I mean, and I'll be like, I don't know if I do know, because <laughs> I'm thinking one thing, but I don't want to assume it's dirty that you had nettle tea this morning. Was it from <laughs> you the earth? Assumed is, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes yeah. an assumption out of everything. <laughs> it was yeah. earthy. That's right. Um, so, yeah, so in Triple Bogey, Brandon had a key role, basically. I wanted to kind of tell him about your moment in the movie because I'm not going to show the movie clip probably online Is this at the really moment. necessary? Online, you think? Well, I mean, yeah, I know. It's fine because I talk about this stuff all the time. And it, it and you know what I mean. Exactly. You know what It'll I mean. It'll be like the men's room in a moment. Don't worry, guys. It'll just uh -huh. turn well, out. Well, no, no. This, was, this is all happenstance. <laughs> no, it's funny. And you can tell it if you want to. I'd, I'd love to have you no, tell it. No, I don't, it. actually. I'd, no, because you were the yeah, first person experience. I just was seeing it from a distance with the camera that's why you should be there okay so <laughs> I'll, I'll so stories. i'll do it then i'll do it yeah so brandon uh they pull the car over i'm filming he gets thrown from the car we had some audio he's like what what are you doing um and then he rolls out into the grass and then we were like okay that was great that was a great take he had rolling into fresh dog poop or landed on his hand or something like when he landed and so it was just unfortunate so because a moment Here's the a spiritual thing. moment, especially with all the cuss words that happened at the same time. It's I don't know if that's moment. is that a spiritual experience when they're swearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the thing that it really comes down to is when you're planning yeah. a movie, whatever area you're going to be using, thoroughly check it. And that's what we didn't do. Yeah. It was my first film. We we learned a lesson along along that process. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah. So after that movie, that was probably your. I mean, I feel like you had an idea for a TV show um, when you were traveling through Central America as well that you didn't end up getting to do. But we talked about doing some stuff. So you could have been even more of a film star in the sense of like uh, tour guide stuff at some point. You know, you know what I mean? I know you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like that that would have been such a cool show to see, like the traveling around, going to places. And there's so many shows that are doing stuff. So if I if I talk about it for a minute, that won't give it away, so someone else steals it because that stuff does happen, right? It, yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, you know, you can. I mean, <laughs> there was one other part of that movie, kind of em embarrassing, but it was still funny, I guess. <laughs> wait, wait, which about one? The monkey. Remember that one? Well, in, in your triple bogey, we were we were there driving was a in the car, and I met this monkey, and I almost oh, <laughs> remember, almost pooped my pants. And again, you should share. Oh it. yeah, I had some dialogue for you that was, and I was obsessed with poop humor, still am. So I just like threw it in there, and 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 so the opposite. Funny. You were the opposite, where you didn't like any of that humor, and you were like, "You're having me say <laughs> exactly. what? <laughs> yeah, like what is what does this mean?" And we're about. Oh, we're about 14, 15, 16, 17. At the, I don't think we were even 18 yet. I those, think... Those early days, for sure. I, I no, feel like... Probably, yeah, it was 17. I might have been 17 or 18, yeah, because I was driving, and I started driving at 17. I think I was then 18. Right. So, yeah. And I, I, gra I, I, was, I started school late, so I probably graduated. I think I graduated at 19, and a lot of people are already starting college. So it was an old late bloomer. Uh, but I got to play more and do less <laughs> school, so... Um, but as far as, you know, if we, if we kick it forward about, like you said, 10, 12 years, are you referring, or even just a few years ago, are you referring to when I wanted to do that kind of a documentary, documentary yes. feeling of a combination of interviewing artists and such? Yeah, I'll just tell the yeah. world. Yeah, <laughs> and there are styles of music in different yeah. parts of the world as well as like the culture in those areas, which was so cool. Such a cool concept. Yeah, I thought it would be really sweet, Eric, again, to get out there and 
and I won't I won't you know talk about what it is in full or anything but I just yeah yeah you know it was just the idea like you said to if you go back to that I like to use big words because I sound really smart you use know, it use them. words like I uh, need some big words anthropological which is not really that big a word if you go to college or anything but it's to, long anthropomorphic maybe yeah mm, that works ooh, right. I don't even Automatia, know that I don't know you could throw that in, but no one's going to have a uh, reference. Anti-disestablishmentarianism? <laughs> uh, let's go back <laughs> to small words. Word small words, small words. Okay, you're right. I, uh, the, the television turned on for a second there, and the word that came to mind just now mm-hmm. was anthropomorphic, which means <laughs> what, Eric? Uh, like natural. a traveling, and I think it's the idea of, doesn't anthropomorphic mean objects or inanimate objects that take human form or human characteristic isn't that what oh, it is like morph, morphing off? morphing into human off. maybe maybe yeah which sounds very likely in this day and age we won't go into that but that's another story altogether but yeah it's a uh, i know what I you mean you know what was, i mean <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> there were a lot of uh, i actually did do a lot of interviews i actually interviewed a lady from brazil a few from Spain, if you're from Mexico, they never really made it into anything, but I, I had them for uh, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I was uh, dating somebody and we went over to Puerto Rico and it was pretty fun. And we at least we got to do that interview and that was pretty fun. So it was just the idea of, like you said, to reiterate, there's a word, right? Yeah, that's a good one. I like that word. In there. Yeah, yeah. It's not that long, but it's long enough. Reiteration would be too much, I think, for this pro- I podcast. I mean, I, you but, know why You know um, why I think we use big words? Because we're both college dropouts. Yeah. <laughs> And and I because feel like the fact that we house, didn't right, finish right. college. So that's why we yeah, use big we, words. I feel like the reason sound really special. The reason we didn't yeah. since we didn't finish college, it's like let's just sound a little more intelligent. In and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying just because you didn't go to college or finish it doesn't make you less intelligent at all. It's like a social norm that people assume about people that drop out of college you know what i mean so we're just putting ourselves in a higher class yeah, than we yeah. than we are on the uh, social level yeah exactly and in person if people met us they'd be like oh these guys are way high class i mean they definitely did finish college <laughs> they haven't they have at least a, a an aa degree right <laughs> or something i did the five and a half year i was going for a bs degree and i think there's a lot of, of that science, which, which is, I thought I was so just funny the other word that just bs did for i thought it was like you know Maybe I'm not supposed to say well, it that's here. what I did too. But when I was no, when I was in school and some, oh, you realized it was this good. is for real. When I was at college and people were like, "Oh, I'm getting a BS degree," and I was like, "Well, isn't that a waste of time?" Because I literally didn't know what Bachelor of Science was. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't know what it was. <laughs> so, you know, you learn. Um. So. Yeah, so yeah, but but um. I yeah that that um uh, that show idea or documentary would be cool, and I feel like someday it'll happen. So. Got to got to get get back yeah, to travel. Yeah, we'll have you on board. For, I'd actually really enjoy having you on board for it. It'd be really fun if it was something we did. Oh yeah, lives we talked about doing it in our thirties, and, and then we had we had, had commitments and things and going on. Yeah, versus twenties. And it's weird because yeah. as you get older, so, those commitments keep going. So really, we should have done it right after <laughs> college, but <clears throat> doesn't mean it couldn't happen in the future. Yeah, exactly. Maybe on even lower scale, but uh, yeah, I was doing things, you know, for those listening out there, Eric knows really well that I was doing things like applying to work in places like uh, New Zealand and you know, places in Europe and Chile and places where I could work my Spanish and yeah. take this thing on the road big time. But we'll talk about that another time. It just, there's so much to talk about there, but it's, 
you just want to do the interviews, kind of like the Anthony Bourdain uh, travel show type of thing. You go and you yeah. speak to people at different awesome locations and hike around and learn their culture and their food Try and lifestyle, food. And especially for me, their instruments. So, mm-hmm. and I remember that Eric, that I did get a an A plus, which whatever that means these days, you know. I think it's good. Yeah, it's I hard think to say it's good. anymore, but <laughs> in or A minus, I think it was not quite, but in world music, and mm-hmm. that helped me to really understand what it means to see all these different instruments and you know how awesome they are their vitality and what the vitality of the people you know music from africa and what what does that mean now and chanting and Mm -hmm. and uh tongue drums for example you know you just what's that i mean music is just awesome well what's a tongue what's a tongue drum glad you asked (laughs) let's not throw i know what you mean on tongue drums i don't want to get canceled let's hear what this is all about (laughs) exactly So you've got a couple of mallets, you know, like you have for an xylophone or a vibraphone or a marimba, something mm-hmm. like those lines, you know, something. And somebody is hollowed out. I remember in Brazil, Brazil, they have this beautiful wood called purple heartwood. And it's actually purple. It's got this, imagine, it's got this hollowed mm-hmm. out, kind of etched out, hollowed out uh, design on the, on the top. And then you play it and you've got different sounds similar that you would to on a marimba. And it probably had that... Oh, wow. origin. Although I think the very beginning origin was when people would hollow out logs, I think in Zimbabwe, Zambia, that area, and they would rattle off something on one side, and it would be the communication to the other people, and they'd start by just before speaking. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> yeah. Before, but really it was... <laughs> this was, it was happening awesome. so way before be speech. <laughs> way before speech. Just letting everybody know. Disclaimer. So this, so it's it is so a marimba. They hollow out these big logs, and yeah, so that's actually the beginning of the tongue drum. You just played these, as far as I know, you you would rattle off something on one side, someone rattle off something, and it'd be uh, hi, nice to see you today. Oh, it's good to be here, you know, and da, 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 back and forth. Now the small tongue drum is only about oh, I think it's about a foot by three inches or so and then maybe three inches deep as well so it's just a box oh nice it's been etched out and you've probably played one over at some kind of a like when you and i went to northwest folklife festival mm-hmm. up in seattle yeah yeah the largest free folk festival in the world it was pretty fun it was free and just kidding them with i don't know drums. i don't know what they've done now but i'm assuming everything costs money now i'm sure it's free yeah i'm sure so that was a cool festival the one i'm going for a minute even and, and there's so much more to see but Northwest Folklife so is like a gathering of people from all around the world that come to Seattle at the Seattle Center or used to and probably will come back this year, hopefully, or this next year. Because I feel like and it was then, in You May. tell me this, Eric. Don't you guys, I mean, you know, uh, Experience Music Project, you and I went to that, right? And then it's we were no like, longer oh, called Mopop? Yeah. Like Mo what? Museum what? of like, Modern. You got rid of Hendrix. Come no, on. no, no. Okay, they didn't oh, get, you rid- get rid of it, but you added. No, they didn't. They didn't change anything internally. Added to it, right? No, so yeah, so what it is, I and I actually, this is me speaking uh, without actually of going, not going to Mopop yet. I've only, <laughs> I've only gone to um, EMP, so I, I know all the old stuff is still there, and they've added more from what I've heard. So I thought it's Museum of Modern Pop, like modern pop culture, or Museum yeah, of Pop Mopop, Mopop. I don't know. To me, that little, don't you think? I mean, it'd be like, oh yeah, there's hip hop and Mopop, and I'm like. 
Yeah, I don't know if that just sounds as good as EMP. I EM, just don't know. Experience Music me. Project was very cool. Yeah, and we, we were of an era where we got to see that. And I think that all the stuff is still there. They just changed the name. So I got to go check it out because uh, I'm sure cool. there's a lot of cool stuff in there that I haven't seen. And they had like even like a ride in there when it was EMP. And I feel like they have some cool new stuff now. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. weird. It's weird. And it's same like with the college we went to. They changed their name and now my whole identity is gone. I was like, I, I, I went to blah, blah, blah college. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's a university now. I guess now the college I went to doesn't <laughs> exist, you know? So those, those that, kinds of things. That's how I feel. Those kinds of things too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens when you get older. Yeah, because we went to the same one. Yes, yep. sir. Yeah, it's still cool. Still cool. But um, so during that time after after college, you kind of oh, what, oh. I, what I was going to talk about, actually, um, I wanted to talk about people's callings and how, you know, when someone's like found what's right for their life, because it just like clicks. Right. It's like obvious when someone's like in, in a job yeah. or in a role, they're just like coming alive and loving what they're doing. And like, I'm getting paid for this that's when you know like you've found like something that and people think of will ferrell what no <laughs> they do well that no. he's i mean no, i hope think I about hope that I'm, can I'm, you imagine I wouldn't, can, to, I wouldn't want to be him no i i wouldn't want to no be no him. i'm not saying I mean, he's that. cool but i i'm saying imagine <laughs> will ferrell doing anything else besides what he's doing and and being yeah, like just wouldn't it's weird yeah i'm like that's that's like someone that found their calling. But when I when I visited, uh, I was going to talk on the Olympic Peninsula a little bit because when I visited your tour guide, because you were doing tour guides for a summer on the Olympic oh, Peninsula, right. yeah. out out on the coast, yeah. and I and when you were doing the tours, I was like, was. you're getting paid to like throw candy at people in the audience and then take them on these tours <laughs> and do stuff and then having a blast that's and going right. through nature and teaching people. And I was like, that sounds like you found your calling right there because you love it. It doesn't feel like work, and you get to hang out with people. Absolutely. You know, and I can, yeah, I can reflect on that for sure. I mean, I invited you and Ryan, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was back then, yep. at one time. That's right. And it was really fun to have you. And I think he brought someone too. And everybody came over to the Olympic Peninsula and worked in the Olympic National Park as a park ranger, you know. And I mean, you know, they get a lot of, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, that's a cool job. Or other people are like, yeah, that's okay. All right. Because you think back to the magazines of, like there was Ranger Rick and stuff. I was like, that's, yeah. that's all kind of cutesy and fun. I grew up with that. But when you realized what it really stands, <laughs> I know, right? It really, what it really stands for. You're actually standing for the stewardship and the environmental protection of the land and the preservation of the land. But mm-hmm. you really just get to hang out with people and enjoy. And I mean, people are like, oh, you're a ranger. I mean, did you, you know, did you have law? Were you enforcing the law? And I said, well, I mean, if that means you're not. You know, Burn cutting bands. down the, the forest around me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I did. Absolutely. Yeah. But mostly I was just having a good time with people, right? We were just joking just the way you, you and you and I did and Ryan did on that trip. Mm-hmm. And it was it was good. You know, I brought my family out and got to talk to them the same way as I did the visitors. The only difference yeah. is I wore a uniform and it was it was good. It was it was fun and And that was a start that was know, like, was that your to, first was that your first or that second? Was the beginning. That was the beginning. Olympic was the beginning. Well, that was my first time getting paid to do, kind of like when you told me the first time you got truly paid to do what you love. I think it was a similar year for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got a year before that too, or two. But yeah, that was my first, I think I was, shall I go back in time? Let's see, 20, did 23. Yeah, because I'd worked in Glacier uh-huh. National Park, Montana the summer before, 
but I'd worked in a kiosk. So you're taking money, just taking Oh, money. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting you know, the experience. The, I call it working out. in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always wanted to be the one giving the tours. And, you know, in Olympic, Eric, I got to, to show my friends and my family what it means to interpret. We call it being an interpreter. So you actually teach people resource educator, right? So you're yeah. teaching people about what you're looking at. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Working visitor centers, hiking. Yeah. Good stuff. Really well, that's, that's stuff. the stuff so where I felt, calling. that's the yeah. thing I felt like you came to life and you're like so excited and you're like, and I'm, this doesn't feel like a job. Like showing up for that is like, cool. I get to go do this. And there's, it's funny because the percentage of people right. in the world that actually do something that they're excited to go do is so small. It's like I know, 15, right? 15 to, to maybe even 10% of people actually like enjoy going to work. And I'm just, and some, it's just like the hustle for <laughs> money. And I just saw a video this morning on Instagram that was, they have these reels pop up. It was Mike Tyson um, now talking. And he, oh, yeah. he's like, listen, listen, because he has a little lisp with the way he talks. So, but he was saying, he's like, listen, um, he's like, if you, if you think money will make you happy, you've never had a lot of money. And and then the guy interviewing him is, is like, so what um so what makes you happy now? He's like, My my me, my family, my my life, people around me. And so he was like, it was very cool to see someone who'd like had it all be like, hey, because that's what a lot of actors have said too. They're like, once you get to this point that you thought you'd never get to, like being in a feature film or this or that, and you find out, oh wait, we got the tropics calling. Better answer. That's shoot, right. Shoot. So that's the thing I wanted. I think you got to put that one in there because the thing about this nice is little when you have the tropics calling. You answer. No, no. I planned this so that you could just <laughs> have it in the background. No, I just I, I, I kind of planned it, you know, because it's uh, it sounded you know nice. how you do that like in in a radio show. It was perfect timing, right? It sounded it's, good. Yeah, it's like, it OK, is, cut know, to like, commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the no, the, yeah, the, that's it's a nice ringtone, actually, very calming. The uh, but yeah, they're they're just saying like when you get that feature film that you thought would make you feel complete or whole or get to this achievement of winning like a gram or well Grammys music, but you know like an Emmy or one of these other awards, an Oscar, and then you're like, oh, I'm the same person and I still have the same problems. They're like, the money doesn't change that. You just don't have to worry about the money, but you still have to fix yourself. And most people just don't bother fixing themselves, so. They run away from that. And no, they like, don't do that. They're like, they I mean, chase they whatever to get happy. Yeah. So if you can find happiness exactly. in doing like what you enjoy and get paid for it, like there was another, uh, there was a Gary V video, which I don't know if Gary Vanderchuk, Vanderchuk, I think. Um, I, I can't say his name right, but he's like a entrepreneur, like social media video. Uh, he puts videos out every day, just inspirational stuff and helping people like achieve their best basically. Um, yeah, and he's but he's very real, That's and he, he doesn't right he doesn't he cuts no corners. He's just like you know what you're screwing up, and you need to do this or this these things. But he was saying this. There was a video of a girl who like quit a six figure job to sell boba tea because she loves. She's like, well, I enjoy oh. it. She's like, I love I love it. I love boba, and I enjoy selling it to people. And he's like, if more people did what this girl did, this world would be a great place because people are actually yeah. happier doing what they enjoy. And she probably started her own business and is doing maybe not six figures, but really loving it instead of not liking her work. So, so you, I'm you, so with you there. You know, it's uh, a great thing. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, find and a way. and there's always a way. You can just like people can like at least do something they enjoy and transition yeah. into that if they've been doing. Um, they've been doing something they don't enjoy for a long time and, and you only get the one life on earth. So you're like, 
how do you want to spend it? 30 years hating what you're doing and then retire yeah. and have a few years of doing what you want <laughs> or doing nothing because you're too burnt out or do something you enjoy. And this is not encouraging people well, that, that I, hate their jobs to quit right now, but just saying. I think and that's why I decided to stay. And I think, I don't know if Eric, if, if some of our friends know, but at one time in my life, <laughs> we'll just say 12, about 12 years ago, you know, I had a friend that was like, all right, so, so you're going to go to Mexico. All right. So I was going to stay for three weeks. Well, <laughs> I just went through Central America and Mexico for like a, a year and a half, like a year or a year. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have any money because I was, you know, I was not really planning on it. It was just, I was floating around Portland, kind of, kind of just floating with the hippies. And if you want to call it that yet, I've never been the hippie. I've never smoked and drank. And I think Mm -hmm. Eric is that what, is that what that classifies a, hip, a we're kind of similar that way no i you know what what is one really i mean it's like the peace and love sign i think it really stands for your state of mind it doesn't matter who you are sure. what age you are yeah. if your state of mind is is because uh... <laughs> i consider myself <laughs> well, I a bit have... of like that like a little like every this universe is flowing like energy and then spirituality yeah. and people and everyone's cool kind of like uh, john anderson of the band yes when he came to seattle and played a solo show he was just saying oh like, yeah he had a song where he's singing about jesus and buddha and all these he's like everyone has their collective leaders and everyone's like on this plane of love yeah. and spirituality and i was like yeah that guy is that's cool <laughs> so i i guess i am kind of a See, i think that too that. you know I know I'm, I'm you. I know you are a hippie for sure. So right, yeah, right. <laughs> but we just aren't <laughs> you doing know, people because people walk up to me, Eric, and you know this. And I mean, for the listeners out there, like this guy must do everything because they look at me like because your hair is so down to your middle of the so back of yeah. every time, and you're not exactly. And my eyes are squinted, and they're like, "This guy must do everything. Whatever he's got, I want some." And you're like, "It's called <laughs> I'm high on life, people. I'm high on life." Same with me. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like he's squinting into the sun. It's well, like that. Uh, people in gra in high school thought I, thought I smoked. They're like, "Oh, you you smoke weed, right?" I was like, "No," and they're like, "What?" They like totally assumed <laughs> they listened to butt rock or like Soundgarden and all this grungy stuff, and was like, oh, uh, yeah. dressing a certain way that I was all into all that stuff. And I was like, "No, I don't party at all." <laughs> so it's funny, <laughs> but but you can have the mentality without uh, the bad habits too. So. You can you can you do that. Can. I mean, it's the funniest. I might get it almost every couple of days if I'm playing some music somewhere. They'd be like, "Yeah, man. So you want to? Uh... You got some green? <laughs> You're like, no, <laughs> I don't have any money. And Sorry, I have grass. I was trying to say, yeah. I was like, changing blue grass or do the red grass yeah. or what? I'm you changing got? into money just yeah, for the kids funny. listening. So <laughs> you're like, no, I have no money. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean that, yeah, so basically like we're both mistaken for hippies at different times in our lives. Um, it didn't help that I was handing out these white pills at basketball games for the ba other basketball players to give them energy. Um, it was, um, it was, yeah, that, it was that MSM. It's a natural thing to go with vitamin C that just helps you like get a little energy. Oh, yeah. But I was, I was handing them out like right they there. were drugs. And so it was a little weird. I was like, Hey, you guys want some MSM? And most people were like, Oh no, I'm good. And people were like, give me some of those. And so, so it was funny. And I think it was <laughs> like placebo funny. effect, but MSM is a real thing. That's good for you. It's not some drug. So it starts with meth, but it's methyl sulfate something. So it's not meth. Just yeah, to so clarify. It can, it can rest assured. <laughs> it's not meth. That's good. I can yeah. rest assured. I can sleep at night because I wasn't you can. about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a great transition to what I was going to talk about with you traveling to Hawaii to do a similar job when you did, um, tour, oh, yeah. tour guiding and stuff on the big Island of Hawaii. 
Um, and um, I wanted to talk about your living situation briefly because you had explained you got this job, I think, when you were going out there. And I was like, well, so you're staying somewhere. They're like, well, they don't have any living quarters for me. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you're like, well, I, they said I could figure out my own, uh, but also they're not paying a ton. So, like, how do you um, circumvent that situation? Right. Well, you know, what I would say is the wind kind of circumvented my tent into the ocean a few times, if you will. Did it really? So I was... <laughs> almost? Almost? <laughs> yes. So I was in... it Pretty close. That was my joke. I was like, well, my red little red tent, they call Big Red, is floating in the ocean right now. Little Big Red. Sinking. <laughs> so would you get no. back after work so, and then your your house is gone? It was <laughs> pretty close. Or... I mean, you'd think I'd be smarter back then. Okay, it was partially my fault. Uh, actually, almost entirely. Let's just say that. So, yes, I get this I get this call. It's hard to get this job. At Pu'ukohola Heia. So, if anybody wants to say that, it means Whale Hill or mm-hmm. Little Whale Hill. And if you take part some of the words like Pu'u, right? So, and Kohola, right? This means on top of a hill with a whale. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, that's what it looks like. So Kauai High is in Northwest Big Island, and Eric's been on that area a number, quite a number of times, actually. Yep. And some of our other friends Love have it. too, and still live that way. And it's yeah, Hawaii kind is mm, it's just a hang loose all the way. So, but they put me on the dry side, right? So the dry side of the island, if anybody doesn't know what that means, the leeward side where the rain shadow effect occurs, right? So all the rain doesn't dump there, but decides to dump in the mountains up yeah. in. Kamwela, my middle name, Samuel, yeah. or Waimea. It's also called for red sand or red, red rock. That That's what that means. And so Waimea? this area, uh huh. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And why? Because why? And you might know this, Eric, but if you don't, it means also freshwater. So Kai, right? For Kailua, mm-hmm. means and Lua means the waters. <laughs> it means other things, which I'll tell them in a moment. But Lua means where the waters meet. Okay. But the funny thing is, Dad always says, "Hey, I gotta go to the Lua." Well, that's the toilet. That's, <laughs> it also means the bathroom. So, <laughs> and you might know that version. So, so like they Kailua, mean, okay, we don't want to say. So that. Kailua is like the fresh <laughs> bathroom water meeting. It's before it's been processed. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, there you go. So you could also think of it. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. So you could also. <laughs> Better drink some water while we're at it. No, yeah, yeah, no, do that. Uh, yeah, that. So funny how things. So where the waters meet. So that's what okay. does that mean for us? Brackish water. If you think of, you know what brackish water is, right? So that's where salt water. Yeah. And and fresh, fresh water, water meet, right? Brackish yep. water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, going back then, so why may means red? Over there, it actually takes a whole new meaning. So it means kind of red rock. So kind of interesting. So you go back down there past my my land of Kamwela there, and it's only 20 minutes over then to, not even that, 10, 20 minutes over to where I was working. And so what Eric was referring to is I get there and yes, they got cool things. I can drive around like a little, like a little mule, you know, a little ATV action yep. and check, make sure people are, you know, not stealing the rocks from the Heiya, which is a, an ancient That's sacrificial a, site. And bad things uh, yeah. happen. Bad karma follows those that do that, no. I believe. That's right. And King Kamehameha is... Uh, gonna get you yeah demise <laughs> over there and anyway yeah yeah <laughs> well you hear about and i know that we interject a lot but it's like what you know here's this other story so you may know eric that people could take things from the islands 
but they don't get very far because bad they they say bad karma follows them and my dad's got stories being born in the islands mm-hmm. of knowing people that have taken black sand from the black sand beach uh-huh and bad things followed and really? I don't remember what they were but it was not not good so Wait. you don't take things from hawaii unless they are gifted or they are blessed right mm-hmm. well how would you get them and blessed you probably know this but well you could have a kahuna like a like a chief or a i have to remember because it's been so long since i've been to the islands to study some of this mm-hmm. but a kahuna or a blessing from a tribe kind of like you get a you know people are traveling in some people, the hippies especially, but anybody, other people are traveling in tribes these days because they stand, they want to stand for what they believe in, right? Yeah, so they, yeah. They congregate together, mm-hmm. and that's true and same in Hawaii and ancient cultures and perpetuating the landscape and the culture, right? And you yeah. may know that these kind of things you, you, you need a blessing for. In other words, to be, you know, because... If we go way back in time, it was not our land, but we don't talk about that. We all we all know how it all... I think that there was always right? someone before... Yeah, anything that's related to the United States of America was owned by someone before they came... Uh, the, the, I guess we'll say the white man. We can because we're white and we can make fun of ourselves and slam yep. us. Um, <laughs> if we weren't, we couldn't say it because we'd get in trouble now. But uh, it's so weird, weird world. But, um, but yeah, the, basically the white man came yeah, in and took everything from everyone who was native and said this is ours now and you're like this is pretty crazy yeah if you think back on that really i mean truly so i mean where i would just relate to there or what i could say there then is so i'm to to follow and you know also receive the blessings receive you may have had kava which is an interesting earth root. Oh, I haven't. I haven't actually. No, I've heard of it though. <laughs> There's something similar to that that they give, and you might if you go in a circle. Yeah, right, Eric. So you try it in a tribe, and it's, it makes you feel real good. But anyway, hmm. it's just a good drink. It's not alcoholic or anything, but it's yep. an earth root. It's a psychedelic. And our friends Ryan and Sean over there, good friends of yours and and ours mm-hmm. from the early days, they would probably they might offer you something like that. Uh, um, but it's, it's I've never, the idea that it I don't helps think to, they have, but people yeah, they, they know and blessed. work with and friends would for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, New Zealand has some. Go ahead. Yeah. New Zealand. I was just going to say New Zealand has some similar practices where they have like uh, when, when we oh, went sweet. there to film, they had like the the uh, Maori people. That, that's how you say it. But it's, it looks like mm-hmm. Maori. Um, and they they had a whole like ceremony inducting and blessing our time there to film and tell their stories and stuff and it was super cool and you just feel like kind of this sense of kind of tingly like good feelings when things are you know chanting and singing and then going around and blessing each person Mm -hmm. and then we start that was part of the ceremonial practice so I like how New Zealand has like honored the people that were there before them and said this is important to everyone Absolutely, and Hawaii is one of those that's part of the Polynesian Triangle. And so, I don't want to say anything wrong right now, but uh, New Zealand is part of the Triangle. Hawaii is, I think, boy, it could be Bahamas, or I can't recall right now. I don't mm. want to. Oh, they're, we they're linked. we talked about that when I was working yeah. there. They're linked on this triangle, and it's really just because of Polynesian ancestry. So once again, these are, like we've both remarked here in our different stories, that they're all linked to a tribal setting 
Mm-hmm. Again, going back to Africa originally, I would say with the chanting and going back and forth on that log, I mean, that's kind of a similar, yeah. you know, we'll call it oral tradition, right? For so, sure. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just passed, I mean. passed, okay, yeah, yeah. passed down. Do you, I think we should, <laughs> I think what we should do, we've said you know what I you know what I'm talking about, or you yeah. know what I mean. We should we'll probably. We'll, no, you know what I'm talking about. That's better. I'm gonna leave that in. I leave every. I leave everything yeah. in pretty much. I cut some <laughs> things, but I will say let's. We'll scrub it from our future things in this podcast since we've said it a hundred <laughs> times already. You know what I mean? That's good though. That's yeah. good though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last one. Yeah, that's good. Had to get one. So more yes, in. Eric. Thank you for. I'm glad that you talked about that. So Olympic Hawaii, and I did work in Glacier National Park, and it's a similar thing too, but. Yeah, Hawaii was awesome. So I'd get there, my tent, one time you'd think a park ranger, and I will have to put myself on the line here for this. It's kind of like, yes, that's what I was doing. Yes, I was living in a tent. Yes, I was a little bit dumb, but where am I going to house my food? Am I going to buy a fridge and put it in the sand? So yes. I'm placed in the no, sand. <laughs> I get to choose a spot among the mesquite and the, and the ants and the centipedes. And what are they after? Not food. the centipedes, but the ants. Food. But after my food, what do I have? I've got a cooler. That doesn't matter. You're in Hawaii. The sugar ants. Get at in. least they were just sugar ants. They get in. That doesn't matter, though. They got in. They ate my bread. They ate everything. And it's like, <laughs> I was still not very akamai. You know what akamai means? Uh, what? It means smart or intelligent. I thought you were going to say acclimated. Akamai, akamai. akamai hey, sounds like akamai. acclimated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I never did get acclimated to that for the first, well, I should say for the first week or two. And my mm-hmm. dad's like... No, you don't want to have that stuff in there. I said, yeah, I should know this stuff. You know, think about this, Brandon. But they didn't give me a place to live. And what are you supposed to do? You know, housing is expensive. I think it should be a requirement because it's, it is. And over there it is. And like a bunk bed. Hawaii, bunk bed situation. Knows. Like a cabin yeah, with a roommate. Anything, yeah. And I could have a fridge because then I could put my food in it when the ants wouldn't. You know, now the question is, what kind of cooler was it? A was it a plastic sealed cooler or was it a styrofoam cooler? It was plastic sealed. I, I mean, you know, a good one. Those ice, yeah, something they called it. Yeah, it was covered up, and I was like, but they still get I, in. They still got in there. It was something else. So you got to so think about that in your huh. future, uh, camping on the island in the, in a tent on the island. It's because once again, you know, yeah, the humidity is something that you know, as you know very well, Eric, and even mm-hmm. more than I do. in a lot of well, I guess we both know dry side more, but we call it dry side. Yeah, and wet side. We also call it the helo side. And I think. A lot of our friends might know this, that Malka and Makai, and I don't know if you know this, but Malka means toward the mountains and Makai uh-huh. means toward the sea. Okay? It's in Hawaiian. And so I was definitely toward the sea. Yes. <laughs> I can leave it at that. You were on the on the beach. <laughs> yeah. And you, and there the were a few places I think you little said red tent, so. before you got a tent, were you just literally sleeping out on the beach a couple times? Because I thought you said you got like kicked out by someone or woken up lay, <laughs> when laying on the beach one time or something. You know, I did because funny enough, and I'm glad that we don't ever share this with the uh, population the in the world. Themselves. No, oh, they, they don't uh, care. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they nobody would really care because it's, it's Hawaii, and Eric knows you could probably. Like, I I happen to just be driving around in my. I called it my little engine that could, except for when it couldn't. Which and was if anybody often. knows what that means. Yeah. Which was often. It was a $500 Toyota Tercel, which would have been so sweet to hang on now. I didn't realize back then that a $500, and it was all, you know, black tinted. Because Eric can tell you guys this too, right? And that is, when, when people are finished with their cars in Hawaii, they just throw them over the cliff. So I'm glad that okay, didn't Okay, I didn't happen, know that. At least they just had... <laughs> Black tinted. Did you not know? You didn't know that? They drive them okay. off a cliff. So, 
they'd actually do that. And they just like, all right, this we're done. And then that's it. And see, this is our Hawaii, Hawaii this is our Hawaii tune. theme. Is this your is this know. your phone that's it's going on? It's almost off? like those records you just bought. No, it no, sounds, this is what I, I planned this. Oh, it sounds like my records. Yeah, I just bought some Hawaiian records up in Mount it does, Vernon. Right? Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'll let, let so it I keep going. I wanted to kind of keep within that. That's flavor. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you <laughs> didn't put your phone. phone but no, I'm just anyway, kidding. It's a nice ringtone. Yeah. A lady's phone. I, I said, hey, what are we doing with that? But so, yeah, long story short, because, I mean, this is really a long You got <laughs> long the tour cell. Yeah. A fun way for our listeners, yeah, <laughs> yeah, is, you know, they even let, I almost practically lost a wheel and a muffler off of my car when I'm driving onto the the east side so helo side we'll say yeah and yeah and i'm calling over and saying i think i might be a little late <laughs> and i just in a, i think on one trip i just was like i'm just gonna sleep here and i think it was like in some schoolyard or something but nobody knows that so well it's funny to think about even now you can't... a church bench in in where ryan lives i think actually eric oh. i think i slept on the church bench up there he might even Kahala. so i just did it for a while and i i had money it wasn't trying to be different you know it just was kind of fun i was like i don't know and i was too frugal like i don't want to spend money to play to stay anywhere it's like i'm in hawaii man yeah i'm gonna do what i want well kind of rebellious even though i was a ranger i mean yeah so I, I mean i had some money when i bought a 500 hundred dollar car but obviously that's why i bought a 500 hundred dollar car multiple because i didn't have a lot <laughs> so like to buy the 500 hundred dollar did you have black tinted windows though or purple no. tinted windows that you had to seriously peel off all the tents so you could see anything I mean, it was so tinted. I thought, how does he see out the sides? Oh, wow. Yes, I've got tinted windows now. So do other people. A lot of people have them. Not that tinted. But this stuff just peeled. No, it was. Well, okay. If it peels, if it like, peels off the window, they've added layers, and that's the that's something that's kind of like I remember that from back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Right. Um. So um. <laughs> so so basically the. Yeah. You have a theme song. A new I theme have song. a. Yeah. Exactly. So I yeah I had the four hundred twenty five dollar car that ran for a year and a five hundred dollar car I got from Naf's grandma that was a Cutlass Supreme that ran quite a while actually, um, and but I can't think of basically twenty five hundred dollar cars now are the old twenty year ago five or fifteen years ago five hundred dollar cars you can't find anything for under a thousand dollars that's not no, just a can't. pile of junk you can't and you could get running vehicles at some point in time for five hundred bucks. Isn't it something? It was probably an 85 Tercel. I called it my little engine that could, except for when it couldn't, like we said, which was a lot of the time. But I got around the island once. Yeah. <laughs> One was, time. And it was awesome. And Then I didn't <laughs> and drive. Then you didn't drive as far after that. You're like, I'm going to stay closer to home. No, I didn't because the bearings came off and the muffler came off on the road. And I said, yeah, I think it's time because I'm going to be like on three wheels in a while. I'm not even yeah. on three wheelers. So. I mean, you might remember those stories. Those well, were, like Olympic was my favorite job, but the Hawaii mm-hmm. has the f- most fun stories because most of fun that. Memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy that I bought my scooter from <laughs> on the Big Island, um, he he had sold it to me after it had like a couple hundred miles on it, and he's like, oh, or a few hundred. He's like, oh, I've driven. I drove it around the whole island. What a rush! And I was like, you drove a forty nine cc scooter around the whole island. He he like took the main highways. I'm like, yeah, I guess a rush is an understatement. That's like an adrenaline like junkie experience for the sense yeah. of you're gonna maybe yeah. die because over there, yeah, because all those roads once you go south are so windy. Getting down to Captain Cook and then going around, and you're just like 
cruising for, and it, it's not that comfortable after 40 minutes on a scooter, but like he would stop and see stuff and do all this. He said it was, I'm sure it was a rush because any moment a truck could come around and just nail you and you're dead. So there's these moments that are like really scary and people do respect scooters, but if people there, but if you're like on a narrow road, people will like, you're blocking traffic because you can't go the speed limit in a 49cc scooter um, around the whole island. <laughs> so he, he had said that, and he, he seemed a little like he kept um, bickering on the price with yeah. me. And I was like, he was like, well, how about 1200 oh, yeah. I was like, you just agreed to 1000 So finally I picked it up, and it's still there, and I drive it. Uh, it's awesome. But, um, but I'd love to get a car at some point just to have a little vehicle there would be fun. Um, oh, and you I had... I wanted to. Well, I would have left you the Toyota Tercel over there if you. If, if, you know, if you, I, if don't, I, known, I don't. I don't. I really want. That's a long time ago. I don't want one that when I get there, I'm going to need to work on it. That's the thing. I'm probably going to need to spend a few thousand yeah. dollars, or get like <laughs> I'd like to get like maybe a faster like motor uh, scooter that goes like speed limit, so I feel a little better about being out and about on it. That might be helpful, or a, or I might just do an electric bike. Yeah. So there's no maintenance and no no registration, which could be cool too. You can get 40 miles on an electric yeah, bike. That's right. Um, but yeah, so so you're, oh, all these travels, um, to me, bring back that you're like a natural person, naturalist in na- nature. And that ties into another oh, yes. great story in Kona that you experienced with a naturalist. <laughs> and I, this story is like my yes, all-time it's... favorite like crazy story. Because you have these experiences that most people never will have in their life. So that's why well, I, I, feel, mean, I feel I, like know, it's I good mean, to share. Like, I mean, Mexico, Central America, I mean, and, you know, Europe, because I do things that probably people won't do because they just don't think of doing it that way. Or they're they're smart and they travel with more money than I do. And, I <laughs> and you're like, just, here's where I am. I well, just was, this no, wasn't a low money thing. And, you're just like, you're, you're a friendly person. No, and someone someone invites you to dinner or something. You're like, sure, even if you don't know them. And I might be, if someone like at the grocery store is like, hey, you want to come to my place for dinner? I'd be like, oh, it's a cool cool i got i'm doing stuff with friends i don't know who this is but however it works well, out and the funny thing about it is, is he was a security guard and we're going into he which is probably gonna get some listeners ears to kind of perk up like All right, is it here we go again is it this, yeah, <laughs> i don't know what's well, that mean you know what i'm saying you know what i mean yeah you know what i mean it's right oh we better not no so no no and just for people yeah okay so you set, can't see my face right now on there which is good set <laughs> you know, the scene like, like a movie for me real quick what's what's happening i Where can't are even you? remember it correctly i don't think so 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 all right so we've i've traveled down south from Kauai high which is northwest big island to to more about about southwestern big island somewhere in there maybe not quite that far a little past kona yeah. I forget where I met the guy. Maybe you have to remember you need to remind me there, Eric. I, I mean, thought it I thought you said it was around Kailua Kona. Um but yeah, he, he had was just it at I the mean, hotel there? I have I no idea. I think you had said this guy you something. met this person near the beach or something, they invited you to dinner and you're like, sure, why not? You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, okay. So it was <laughs> Yeah, because I'm just open like that. But not, you know, like that. But you know, so I was like, Yeah, he's cool, you know, and I don't think anything of it because I'm thinking, oh, it's... and he's, I, I meet him, I think at the Kamehameha Hotel. Now, a lot of people mm-hmm. will know where that is. That's a big place. Yeah. And Kailua Kona. And so you you go over and I'm just saying hello. And somehow we start talking about music because I love the Hawaiian slack key music. Like in oh, I do too. Nui, My favorite. Early Hawaiian. Oh, isn't he good? It's some beautiful music, you know. And he's like, oh, I know I knew Eddie Kamai and uh, Eddie Kamai and the Sons of Hawaii before Gabby was, uh, you know, a solo artist and all of his 
music. And I listened to this music when I was about, before I was born, my parents played it for me. So it's very kind of sacred to me. So you heard it your whole life. Yeah. And it's been, a, yeah, it has. And, you know, on the acoustic guitar flavor of my life of, uh, and all that kind of studies I wanted to do started truly from that, I would say. I really would. Yeah. You know, and the Hawaiian harmonies and all that. That's really where it began. And I know Eric and I can relate to that on that level. So, but I meet him probably, I think he's just doing security at Kamehameha Hotel. And mm -hmm. that's a big deal. So as we start talking and I'm, I have a day off or two from work. And so he says, well, hey, you know, we, you can come to my place and if you want and we can talk about Eddie Kamai and, and the sons and maybe play some music kinda, or something. Yeah. You know, do some, yeah, you know, and he didn't play any guitar, but I was like, yeah, I'll play some guitar for you and stuff. Cause I thought, you know, I've talked to a lot of musicians and people like Eric, you know, and I was like, well, yeah, we'll just hang out and play some music. You know, it's not, not anything to think of, you know? So he invites me over and it's a little ways down. And, and if anybody knows about Hawaii, the, the black and white, really lava rock and kind of the different volcanic basalt, if you will, and the different coral rock and all this really, mm -hmm. you can build houses out of just that and people don't use mortar or they didn't way back. And he didn't either. So he wants to build. So he says, oh, let's go to my place. And it's this very rocky, you know, home, which is, but it's very nice. And you, yep. you go in and I'm like, just like I do with most anybody, like, yeah, I were invited. Like Eric and I grew up in the Adventist church, right, guys? They're listening. Yep. Yeah, there's some Adventists listening, too, maybe. Maybe listening. not. Yep. They know about <laughs> They'd be like, it. Fake it's me. fine, right? You just go over and it's like you're, you're having a potluck and you're having a, or something, a gathering, a Bible study, something. No, no, that's not, that's not what's about to happen. So he invites me in and, <laughs> and uh, you know, and he just is like, he takes off his pants. I'm like, well, that's... Uh, his didn't shirt he, first, didn't he, he ask you? Like, okay, I, I'm, I'm just interject. Shirt. I'm gonna interject real quick. Didn't he ask you if you were into a naturalist or into nature? A naturalist, and you're like, yeah, I'm into oh, nature. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, thank you. He's and like, you're like, like, you're like, I'm into nature. Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it's been so long because this actually has never happened again. Yeah, that's oh, good. That's good. And yeah, yeah, he's like, aren't you a? Oh, you work in the park ranger. Oh, I know those guys. I know all those guys. It's, aren't you a? You're a naturalist, right? You know, kind of thing. And you're like, yeah. So, well, yeah. And he's like, oh, cool. good. And he pulls off his shirt. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's hot. You know, I was like, the guys pull off their shirts all the time. It's hot. We're yeah. working. It's like, why not? It's the fine. pants are still on. That's but good. Then, the pants were still on. But then I was like, he's like, do you want to take your shirt off? I was like, I, not exactly. I no, feel I'm fine. fine. I mean, that's actually yeah. I'm warm enough. But I, but I guess. So funny. But I went. Along, I don't. Did I go along with it? I no. don't even remember. No, no. Go, you said no. You said. I don't said, think so, right? I didn't, right? Okay, you better know the answer said, to no, that. No. But he, no. Yeah, no, I didn't. He, um, no. You were just saying he basically kept stripping <laughs> no. down to cook naked, and you're sitting there in your clothes, yeah, feeling awkward. Like, is, yeah, it is like, yeah, because because I was sitting down and I was kind of Indian style because I was like, because I didn't wasn't planning to be Indian style, but for some reason we're sitting in a chair and I was like, yeah, it's kind of meditative sort of, and we're talking about music and I was like, that's cool. And then he pulls off his pants. I'm like, that's maybe not as cool. And you're like, uh, did you myself, ask him like, what he's doing? Or you're like, uh, just be quiet, finish your meal, and get out of there. I was silent, Eric. I was silent and just kept talking to him about music, like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm pretty good at being non-reactive, except for in unless he's going to come near me. And then he comes a little closer, and I'm like, 
I think I'll just. He's like, "Do you want to sit over here next to me?" And I said, "No, nope, no, nope. I'm good. I'm, I'm good." I'm, I said, "I think I said I'm good." He's I'm good. putting and out. I, he's putting out certain vibes, and then I, and you're like, "Nope," and yeah, you and put I'm, up the shield. Yeah, and I start to walk away a little bit, and I put, and he's taking clothes off, and I'm putting mine on as I walk out. Well, the yours door. should have still been on. <laughs> more clothes. Yeah. I don't even have anything else. But it's you're like, putting more things I'm on just having, to feel my, better. That was my joke. Yeah, that I'm finding whatever I can to put. It's like, thank you. I appreciate the. It was a fun fun time and i you're like i can go get taco bell i, I can get something else like i don't need to eat and i school. think did i have my car though or did we have to drive back in his and i was like i feel like I he to, gave you a ride to his place and he did then you he had did. to like get a See, ride remember back. better than i do because it's a good it's a great story but do you understand that after all this time do you understand like i'm talking to you like that oh, i understand no i you remember that i later on in mexico and europe and stuff i didn't meet people like that yeah, exactly. But right. I've right. been around a lot of situations, a lot of situations, and yeah, just because yeah. when you play rock and roll, folk music, or in any bar scene in any part of the world, you're gonna find there's going to be some interesting people, especially oh, if they're for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. On something or drinking good or. Yep. Well, um, there. That's a funny one. Our yeah, friend, like, oh, uh, naturalist. our yeah, friend yeah, was I know, I know. a friend uh, was on a few yeah. episodes ago talking about Burning Man, and he was out there this year when they had no, um, <laughs> oh, they yeah. had no staff or anything, because um, it was just all people decided to go out there and do it themselves. So people had to bring their own bathrooms and all this stuff. But they were hanging out with these guys from another country. And the one guy was on something. Uh, that was hanging out with them and he was like I just pooped my pants and he was like and he just kept dancing afterwards because he like freaked out and so like there's like that's the thing you're going to run to all kinds of crazy crazy things and that's the I mean to me that's like the zest of life <laughs> if everything was all the same I remember years ago at the church I used to go to um, in Bellevue um, that they were talking about like we got to go out in the world and make um uh, be missionaries and talk to people that are lost and bring them into the church so they can be saved. And and there's different beliefs on like actual uh, church building or like joining a religion that every religion has their own ways of how some, the definition of someone being saved. Right. Um, but I, at do. the time that was of the yeah, time when I was do. like hanging out with everyone of any, any religion, yeah. any culture and loving it. And there was a lady that raised her hand, which is just what I would have probably done years before too. when I was more sheltered on like what's in the world and she's like well what if we're uncomfortable going out to these places where people are living secularly and i was like it's gonna be a rough i was just thinking at the time i'm like it's gonna be a rough road if you cannot get out of your bubble that you're in and can't experience some different kind of culture because mm -hmm. it's going to be hard for you to relate to anyone that's different if you have not experienced that or you just got to get out and do it and and it's tough not for people for people to not cast judgment on something that's different than what they're used to. And I think I've gotten to that spot where I'm not like, if someone has a different lifestyle, I have no, no opinion on it. If it's not harming someone else, you know, I'm like, cool. That's interesting. Exactly. I, I think, and I don't know if you would do it these days. I mean, but I've certainly been this kind of person and I don't know if, again, a lot of our, I speak, I keep saying a lot of our friends, but the, you probably have a lot of friends that uh, you might have some people that would do this. I, I'm just the kind that, that if you go to see and I stay in youth youth hostels and mm -hmm. I've done what they call couch surfing that's a yep. website thing and and I just randomly will land and do what it takes if you're just traveling on the low, on the road and for little money or not very much yeah. and you Trying could to call it being frugal it. you could call it a little bit stupid because you're not always the smartest to be doing that but but if you have and this is what I've learned about integrity where I'm living now with my girl on a ranch we have a 
it's a lot to do here, <laughs> as Eric knows. Yeah. And I mean, you could never be tired. It's full time if you want. It doesn't have to be, but it certainly can. Well, you can be you tired every day for sure. But I'm tired. You mean and bored? You yeah, couldn't be bored because there's always before, something to do. No, you couldn't be. Yeah, you couldn't be. There's no way. And so it feels good to be doing that. In the past, I didn't, and I just floated and I explored, and I really enjoyed that, and I still think that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. What what I would do also though, and he knows this, is, yeah. So I met a guy from England and met a fellow from Israel, and they we both all met at the Moab youth hostel in utah which was so sweet on my mm-hmm. travels and that was rocking and we just traveled together we didn't know each other but hey we were like man good vibes we just hang loose kind of vibes and i'm like yeah yeah let's travel together and so paul had the car we pitched in for gas we went to monument valley we went to bryce canyon and to you know to uh, zion and i Ooh. mean i've heard i've know, heard was, amazing things about I, zion never been driven through the area <laughs> Oh, so good. I mean, these places are rocking. And then I just played music at night. And then you meet guys or you meet ladies. And I mean, that happened too. And you just kind of float around and it's good. And you and you float and it was good to, you know. Well, you're, you're like, okay, okay, are you, are you, you meeting, know, just, are you meeting, just, are you meeting people on the trails? Or are you like, it's campfire hangouts? Yes. Like, kind of that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Yeah. In fact, all those places. And in fact, Eric, now you might even, I don't know, I won't speak for you, but but maybe maybe you would and maybe not. But people like you are like you. Listen to me. People like, like me. Uh, what do you mean? Like what do you myself. Mean? People like and you. You and your Just friends kidding. and our friends. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Who knows? Somebody along those lines might do, might do what we do now, which is you know just go and meet people randomly and just befriend and then just you know offer your part, which is gas money. It may just be gas money. It may yeah. just be food. It might be both. As long as you do an equal share and people don't feel taken advantage of. Then rock and roll. Like you're, ride, fun. you're talking about and like ride sharing, different stuff like that. Yeah, I think a lot of yes. So and I've done I will, a lot of that. That's random, and a lot of people wouldn't do that, but I did it, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I, do I do think still. I do think the average yeah. person these days. And I offer it. The average person, like our age, or even or even in their thirties and stuff, are not all as adventurous of finding and meeting new friends. They're like, hey, I got my friends. I'm good. That's kind of the vibe that most people give off to me now. Um, and not like they're like not going to be friendly okay. to someone. But I'm t- I'm thinking like it's rare. I think it's more rare to find people that are like, who are those people over the, that campfire? Let's go say hi. They're like, oh, most people be like, I don't want to bug them. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's more of like, yeah, it's more like they're a self, not maybe not self doubt, and- but it's just the. Um, it's just maybe not wanting to or some people are nervous that someone's going to think they're weird for coming over and saying hi and I think that that's something that isn't that, that you... a strange uh, or not, no, 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 it's definitely not you're completely correct it's, oh, no, it's <laughs> not, it's not strange but it but is it's, it's something that I don't think that registers with you and it registers with me sometimes but not as much because it's one of those things that I'm like hey if there's someone cool here I'll talk to them at a party or a get together and be like hey what do you do this and that or yeah, what are you up to sweet. and I think that's awesome and that but that's but a lot of people are scared to do it or need a little liquid courage in order to do those things. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that's okay. Liquid, yeah. <laughs> liquid and I courage, think, as you know, say. we could, I could, I was just thinking about that and heading off to the old, you know, uh, no restroom. I'm oh, no, it's not. But, uh, no, liquid no, courage is in, not having an empty bladder. Liquid courage no, would be a, a, a drink that makes you I feel know. more loose. <laughs> like yeah, Coca-Cola. Yeah, I, I, I was just thinking this. Like yeah. a like a soda, or something. a soda for a kids. Little... It just gives them yeah. hyper, gets them hyper. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, 
you know, all right, so I, I going on to a lot of things here, but I mean, I know you, you'd say that certainly, and I know this 100%, and I was very introverted, and again, people have done, you know, for, for what it's worth, they've done astrology, and I mean, that's for what it's worth, they said that I would be much more extroverted later in life, and they told I you am, that when I'm you were young? This 100% extroverted. No, I'm getting told that by, I've had, like my girl now, and I've, and in the past, a couple of girls that I've known said, yeah, your ladies that I've known, they said, you know what, you really, that's really what it is, is it looks like you had that, and my aunt in Hawaii, actually, and so there's a mm. lot of, shall we say, a lot of validity to that, because she said, yeah, I, I really see that in you, and that it was planned that you would be more did they outgoing now, and yeah did they tell you that did they tell you that after you were or did they tell you that years ago no you know what so my aunt leslie in hawaii you know yeah. of anyway, of yeah is uh, really yeah you and uh, probably we'll meet her sometime but she she told me i think probably about when i was there in the islands actually she says no no this is good you're very outgoing and we knew that you would kind of pop out of your, I don't know if she said pop out of your shell. Yeah, come out of your shell, yeah. Astrologically, you would, yeah. And it would be very good for you, and it was just your life. Well, I feel like that happened in college, honestly. Like in college, it was like a you flipped And it did, I was very outgoing, right? Because back in the day, you just... we should go back to us there. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, I was going to say, back (laughs) in the day, you wrote some, I mean... I think you were more reserved. I was reserved in grade school, too. We both went through some traumatic experiences, losing our mothers to cancer throughout those years of our lives, too. So yeah, there's there's things about that. I was 10 did. and you were like 15, yeah. I think, or something in that range. But it was or in, around there. But it was, I mean, at any age, it's terrible. So um, that, oh, kind, yeah. that yeah. kind of puts uh, kind of put me in a bit of a like, oh, well, I'm going to close off and be a little less, a little more, way more serious. Like until I met the guys and joined the band and did, or started the band and did all that stuff and like had a few years of doing that, I loosened it from their personalities. I became the completely opposite of what I started at, which was very rigid and strict and serious. (laughs) And it just Mm -hmm. transitioned me into being more open. That's right. I think that did help a lot, didn't it? It, And with me too, because I'll go to random jams. Eric knows well, for everybody listening, that I'll just go to random jam sessions and what, you know, and that means rock and roll, that means bluegrass, that means folk music, that means anything that people can play together instead of being individual, purely. And that's what I like about open mic, yeah, sometimes, but open jam, especially, because it just means that. And Eric knows when I was living up there in Seattle region, you know, that Mm -hmm. with him and also with our friend Doug and... And even some other friends from the SDA church back then, they were really nice people, that I was always looking to play music and rock and roll and stuff. But if I didn't find a gig that was paying, I would say, man, it's time to go to a jam session tonight. Just and then play for free. Get I'd some experience. some of them and then just go. And people would love it because they'd be like, I don't know who you are and stuff. But then I'd start to sing and play and they'd say that my caliber of music was, was good. And then we was really fun and I got to be so outgoing that I almost felt like the band leader a few times and yep. and that was good and that really helped me step out so first stepping yeah. out into college by feeling like an ambassador of it was Walla Walla college back then feeling really yep. happy to invite people into things though it was kind of funny because that fourth floor with you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> although Tito and Richmond dorm, lived dorm in the room, same dorm room stuff dorm yeah. So the fourth yeah. floor of the dorm was like, yeah, uh, Naf, Ryan, David, Sky. I was Sky. a party floor when I was not really a party floor. 
I was not really the party. I was, I was, but I was always working and having fun and partying in my own way. But it was not. Well, our, I mean, I don't know. They our were, parties were clean. Right? It was what just like think? it was. It wasn't like yeah, party were, party. Yeah. It was more like just uh, being not focusing on schoolwork or playing. We would just, yeah. The college gave our band. We told them we'd go there if they gave us a, a practice room, and they had a condemned. Uh, admin building floor that they gave us a room in so we got a room to put all our gear in for the whole year and play music so everyone would be walking by to the cafeteria and we'd be blasting music out the windows <laughs> so stuff like that fun times <laughs> but um but yeah so the that was good but yeah music music was a huge help i think for me to work through like the tragedies in life and playing music and getting that and then so yeah. and then also just uh, getting to a spot where i'm like you know what i'm not gonna worry about judging others because that's just me focusing on my upbringing telling me this is bad and this is good versus letting talk, just having a conversation with someone and seeing why they are the way they are, which I think that's way, way cooler now to focus that way. And not to say not to have a sense of right and wrong, but I'm not going to sit there and tell someone else what they should do. You got to, they have to be self-convicted of what they need to do. And it just makes so you can be friends with everybody too, which is awesome. Well, and this is how it started out, you know, as Eric and Eric and I, uh, uh, I, yeah, so it was seventh grade, and but I really started to get to know you in seventh, definitely. But then in eighth, mm-hmm. seventh and eighth, we both played basketball at the end because latchkey, which is what means yep. you're in the gym after and school, and after school hangout program for after parents school. that don't pick their kids up on time, <laughs> like my dad. Exactly. <laughs> every <laughs> day, funny... three hours oh, late. Right. <laughs> He's like, "What time that's do you guys true, get actually, out? Three right? fifteen every day, Dad. Three fifteen, not six thirty. <laughs> It was insane. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was like dark, and then we were finally you got going really home. good. At, you got really good at basketball that way, though. I mean, mm-hmm. not just that because you were playing three hours a day of practice. There were a, lot of good, there were a lot of good players like James, and there was these guys who were always playing basketball at the end. And but their parents showed Steve up on was really time. Good player too, and Andrew was good. He'd be there late. Yeah, some because some Tom Lee, Mr. Lee would be. Oh, I should I, not not first names. I forget. I've first I've already I've been saying Mr. full Lee. names. It's fine. Well, so so yeah, a lot of yeah. the a lot of the teachers' kids that were in our classes, their parents stayed a little later for an hour or two, and then they went home. So, but I was I mean not the case with your dad. You said right. <laughs> we were we my brother <laughs> and I were funny, closing yeah. it out with the latchkey lady and her son Keith, who actually, insanely enough, he and sad he passed away in his 20s from something i don't even know what it was it was some weird thing and i i was uh, because we were friends on facebook and talking once in a while but yeah he would my brother him and i would shoot hoops for hours and his mom but but yeah so sad sad story for sure but she uh, she was always so nice and she was checking her her watch at like five six and sitting there and ready to go and my dad's like still not showing up yet and we're sitting there like do we matter but you know it's just like i think i talked about it on a previous one or a few weeks ago. that's too. probably where we get you know what that we were so my mom was late too but it was kind of fun because i'd want to stay and i'd tell her oh i want to because mom i'm yeah. practicing these full court basketball shots remember mm, oh like yeah rocky yeah rocky. yeah rocky and i were, were good friends back then and and later on i became much closer friends as well with uh, ron his brother but anyway and we'd throw the ball <laughs> and, and you'd make like, some, right. yeah. It, in fact, we did. Yeah, you and I both did, and Rocky would make them. It's fun. just nice. It's we nice to like, know your parents are a phone fun. call away, because I think having parents in town. My dad. That was a good thing. My dad. The, this was pre-cell phone era. No one had cell phones. Um, there was a few, few, right. few um, richer, richer people that had a phone in their car. 
that was like a whole like brick you put up to your ear. But in general, my dad was out gallivanting around Portland running Oh, was errands. that true? Was that even that early? Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Was yeah, that no, the, I do. At that time my in fr- seventh yeah, grade? Yeah. yeah, okay. There was like the phone, the phones in a car, and that was like high tech. And it was this big thing, that a center console thing that sat there in the little little hidden area. But um, yeah, basically my dad had no way to reach him, and he was running around gallivanting doing errands in Portland. And so that's why to this day I hate being late. I like don't want someone to feel like they're waiting on me at all because I I knew what it felt like to have to be sitting there for three hours with someone not showing up to pick you up on time. So as soon as I got my license, I was like, this is never happening again. I think there was a day when my car was in the shop and I had to rely on my dad for driving. And I was like, oh, this is back to the old way. I can't handle this. I can't handle it. So, yeah, I hate it. Did you have anybody it. else, Eric, to actually come and pick you up? Was it ever my no. mom? Did we ever no. um, for somebody? I don't know. There might have been once or twice we know, rode but. to your place and hung out. But I, I feel like, no, there was no one else because my mom had already passed away. And we were like uh, seventh or yeah. eighth grade. Oh, so you know what? So mine had been I four years. I, I don't think I told you correctly. So yours was 10. I was actually quite a bit older. So it was 23. Yeah. For 23. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. for some reason I was thinking 15. Yeah, that's what it was. Because my okay. sister was... 17 so that's why yeah okay okay yeah so yeah so it's a different it's it's still i mean i have people that are losing parents now and it's it's at any age it's terrible um but as a kid you're just like what do you you know what do you do single parent driving around doing stuff it's it's a tough life for any single parent out there whether it's like there's our hawaiian theme coming right back (laughs) totally fine (laughs) that really will become our theme that that, it's it's not gonna i I know i did write the other one with you it's not gonna replace our theme that we have that's rolling in in a minute here because i don't (laughs) want to keep you too long today but we'll have this theme roll straight to the next one yeah um but yeah so basically uh surviving childhood let's just i'll 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 wrap up this episode here by saying we've we've both survived childhood trauma uh, became positive outgoing people on top of adversity without using drugs or alcohol to get there (laughs) um and uh have both both traveled to many places although there's much more to see and both of us have a travel bug so i feel like doing this show in the future has to happen somehow we got to figure out this show and get some funding it'd be Awesome. awesome but um but no it's been it's been a great episode episode 58 and we, we covered, we kind of, we flowed. We were, we were in the flow. It was great. That De- was a... De- kind. <laughs> uh, and if we were eating food, it could have broke the mouth. That's right. <laughs> That's a Hawaiian it term grinds. for if the food was it so grinds, good and broke the mouth. And you're like, wow, not going to be able to eat again. Well, they have the Ono fish. Yeah. <laughs> the Ono fish means just good fish. And you're like, so that could be anything. It, it can, can it? Yeah, really? that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Or yeah, someone, someone, like, oh, no someone told me that like tilapia just means like fish, <laughs> in translation. Oh, so yeah. I'm like tilapia fish <laughs> at a restaurant could be almost anything. And don't fact check me on that because I don't know, but that's what I heard. But um, but yeah, no. Thank you for joining us for episode 58. It's been a blast. Super good. And it's been great. thanks for listening, guys. So much aloha, much mahalo, and aloha, and we'll see you again. Badoom. Hasta luego. Badoom. I don't want to do the badoom. Just like aloha, mahalo. Amazing.